Ryan, Tony, and Chris We can't guarantee that you're gonna look great. But if you wanna stay in shape, well, you better hit the Chinwits. Chinwits. That's right, man. Welcome to the Gym Wits Podcast. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, a.k.a. Chef Sonic. And I'm Tony Marinucci, a.k.a. Tips with Tony, a registered dietitian. And we are the Gym Wits. So how have you guys been? Not bad. Not bad. I'm currently down in Atlantic City. I came down here to uh, do a little online gambling. It's been going... Actually, it was, it's been awful so far. Not necessarily... Well, I, I ran into some really bad luck... Um, uh, mathematically yesterday, like uh, there was a lot of situations where I had heavy odds to, to win bit really heavy odds and I, and I lost. Um, but that's not actually the, the issue because I really didn't lose very much money, but more the technical issues, they, they work on uh, geolocation. So they have the, the, the gambling sites have geolocators to make sure that you're located in New Jersey or Pennsylvania, wherever the state is legal that you're trying to do online gambling. And I have the, the most standard Xfinity Wi-Fi. It's clear as, I mean, it's strong Wi-Fi signals. The people around me, because that's how they do it. They triangulate your location by looking at other people's Wi-Fi and then your Wi-Fi. And for whatever reason, the software was just not, multiple software programs, because there's more than one, was just not seeing my location. Mm-hmm. It was like, sorry. Mm-hmm. So I've been, was like working on this all day and trying to get in, in contact with, with their tech support. And that was, a, that was a real pain in the behind because there's no one available. It was just really annoying. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit of first world problems, but whatever. That's what I came down here for. And you just, you wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. And um, so finally, I just, in one part, in one settings, uh, in, I, instead of changing the, the Wi-Fi on my airport, I went into my settings and turned it on and off. And for whatever reason, that snapped it into shape. And it like started working from there. And it was just so bizarre. Man, there's going to come a time when the Terminators are going to take over and we are doomed. It's just going to have <laughs> Judgment Day style. We are done. So maybe not in our lifetime, but... That's, you think this coronavirus is bad? Wait till the machines take over. We are oh done. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I would, how- I, I'm like already not into gambling. Like I'll do it for fun, but like I probably I would not gamble. I think one time I gambled a hundred dollars and I like played with that and I had anxiety the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I just I can't yeah. imagine doing that right now with things yeah. are so uncertain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really, but it's fun. It's different. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. I don't straight gamble. Like I don't play games like roulette, which is just completely games of chance. Or maybe I will, but like a, you know, twenty five dollars or forty dollars at most, I'll play. But I play online poker or or okay. live poker, which is a, a skilled game. So while yeah. there is a large element of gambling in it, um, yeah, you, I, like, yeah, you could lose your your shirt with it if you're crazy and you just want to gamble. But the the stakes I play and what I in what I play, I never, I, I've never lost a lot of money, and I and I usually win a little something or a lot of something. So I've I've come out ahead. That's um, good. But it's more, you know, more for fun and to make a little a few dollars, which I usually do. But yeah, I know I'm with you with with gambling, especially now. It's mm. like everything's a gamble, so we need to just add yeah. one more, yeah, you know, <laughs> one more nice. table onto the list. Speaking yeah. of poker, I watched a good. Um, have you ever seen Molly's Game? 
Yes, yes, it's pretty good. I just it was like just kind of coincidence. Movie. I watched it like a couple of days ago. Apparently, it's based some based on a true story. Yeah, you know, whenever um, poker is portrayed in movies, like with yeah. anything else, it is so over dramatized. Yeah, like it poker, like most other things, is actually very boring. It's kind of like um, like baseball or even mixed martial arts where you'll have, well, not everything, like, yeah, occasionally you get games that are slugfests with people just going at each other. But most of it are lulls, you know, with not much going on and then bits of crazy action back to mm-hmm. lulls, right? Lulls, long lulls, action lulls. So it, that's like actually most things in general except for movies movies can't do that because you know it's although i feel like that in in that movie it was less about the poker yes, and about the kind of like organizing the games and about this games, person yeah, who so, kind of built you know yeah that, that was her true. own little thing and then and then lost it and um, yeah that was true so that was more like, about her story so it's not yeah. as quite about it but no because i agree she, like i think you you for a lot of sports and games you have to kind of be to really, under, and the problem is though, if it has to be kind of dumbed down and dramatized to make it interesting on TV, but then by doing that, you're gonna annoy the hardcores who who know the nuances and know the little things, and and will get annoyed by stuff like that. You know what I've gotten into watching those videos where they interview someone who is a professional in the field who talks about what what they do when it's portrayed in a movie. Like they'll mm-hmm. talk to. Um, you know, the, the professional, you know, there was a, there's a few, uh, who, who were they talking to? Um, and I saw one with like a military Stephen guy. Who, who- yeah. About, you know, karate scenes or M- MMA scenes and Brian Ortega about fighting. Like they talked to them and they talked to the military, like a Marine or yeah. a Navy SEAL about how Navy SEALs are portrayed or paratrooper, like just all these different things. It's kind of cool to, to get their, their take on it. You know, in the reality of, of what, with what they see, you know, they, they yeah. say a lot of times things are accurate in the movies, but bits and pieces, like they'll get Most one thing. Yeah, not like not the whole picture, just the little pictures. Yeah. Like they'll get bits yeah. right so that it's somewhat accurate. But the, the way that it happens is never like it actually happens in real life. Yeah. Mm. Come on. We, like, I think everyone expects that it's, it's a movie. So, yeah, you, you don't want it to be realistic, you know? It, it depends if it, if it, it if it's following kind of real life yeah you kind of want it to be um you know obviously but um you know it depends if it's like a, a historical situation yeah. or is it you know uh, you know it's like is it a fast and the furious movie where they're you know yeah yeah so actually i can't really talk crap about it because I, I don't think i've ever seen one but um but yeah it's kind of like what's the world and then then you can kind of I think someone, when they were talking to different soldiers, I think they said one of the movies that is the most accurate to, to what real like war is like is, is the movie Saving Private Ryan. Like I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of people say that that is actually, it's very accurate to what, like I, I don't know personally, but, and it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I just remember people saying that, that is, it was a good portrayal of what, and granted it is a movie, but in general that that was pretty accurate to what, what goes on. So I, I just remember hearing so that. It's a classic, so that's good yeah. to know. Lots of people have probably seen that. Cool. So what have you been up to, Ryan? Uh, not How's much. Well, huh? <laughs> the the dog. dog's doing well. She, <laughs> she's not going crazy right now. Um, it not much. I mean, you know my. Uh, so I guess a casualty of the of the coronavirus, the the pandemic, is my Muay Thai gym closed for good, mm-hmm. which oh, is for you good. know tough because like the the. 
you know, it's kind of been a staple in the community. Um, the, you know, my head coach is one of the greatest fighters of all time. And, uh, you know, I think the, there was an issue where the landlord was, you know, basic, I mean, which, you know, it, it's like, I think it's dumb of any city to not have like a moratorium on rents, um, while this is going on is insane. Cause I mean, something crazy, like a third of Americans have skipped paying rent or mortgage and it's like, yeah, okay. You're so Pete, so that you can't get evicted until August in which case there's going to be mass evictions. Like none of that makes sense. So the fact that like people can't work, but they still have to pay the rent when we live in a, you know, an economy where most people can't afford, you know, a month without uh, income uh, or, you know, let alone two, three months is insane. So, um, you know, it's a situation where the, the, you know, landlord was like, I mean, even my landlord, which has been, you know, they've been nice throughout, like they, they, they'll send an email out to us every couple, every month, like, you know, here's some access to information, blah, blah, blah. We still got to pay our, our bills. So you guys got to pay us. And, And it's kind of done a little more, you know, kind of written more diplomatically, but effectively it's kind of like, uh, you know, you bet we better get our rent on, on the first. And it's like, you know, I'm in a good position where, where I can pay it, but I'm sure there are people here who can't. And, and you know, we actually had a, a couple people in the building who moved out. And I don't know if it was just timing or if, if like they were just like, yeah, screw this, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not going to deal with it. But, but um, I guess the, to go back to the, what I was talking about. So I, the landlord was was not giving at all with rent and i mean you know i don't know how much it was but i feel like it was in the neighborhood of 20 grand a month um and for a small business in new york you know it's hard to to swallow that multiple months in a row so um they ended up shuttering the doors for good apparently they handed back the lease you know people had like a few days to go pick up all their equipment um and it was just unfortunate um sad i'm sorry that's rough it's rough. And unfortunately, it's just the beginning to a lot of businesses not yeah. getting through this. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I can't. I mean, there are tons of places um, that, that just, it's devastating. And yeah. kind of have a crappy, fairly crappy response <laughs> from yeah. our government to all of No, it really as is. As far as helping about, people. Seriously, though, because you think about when, so it's, it's not even like, yeah, they don't evict you and you don't, technically, you don't even have to pay, but then you owe after. Yeah. You owe it. It's not like exactly. you don't like free from paying or you get like you literally will now have to pay thousand like triple quadruple yeah. by the time we're out of this so it's just yeah. it's kind of silly like yeah yeah no it's like there should have been you know a better response in that way because it's like yeah you know people i mean you know uh, you know the, the twelve hundred dollars that some people got you know uh is not gonna be much you know if, if you're yeah. you know if you're still gotta pay that towards like rent for multiple months and bills mm. and and you know just all kind of mm. yep yep oh man all right but at least at least new york seems to be heading down trending downward as far as our the number of um uh people getting infected so it yeah. looks like they're probably gonna start to open the city back up you know around the 15th and towards june um and you know it's still like scary because like i think the rest of the country the numbers are starting to go up because sure yeah. Well, that that's the problem when we do unpause then there, yeah. more people are going to get infected and then it's gonna yeah they have to yeah. come up with a better strategy yeah i don't know how but i, I it's kind of one of those like you can't really put the toothpaste back you know at this point like i think we, we needed a response we needed a better. obviously we needed a better response right off the bat um and you look at the countries that did respond quickly um you know that that are doing well but i think it's such a I mean, we have, there's so many people in this country 
and so many people that are infected that yeah it's like we're gonna we're gonna get the second wave and a third wave i just don't know how we aren't i don't know how we don't get it unless like you just shut down the like nobody can come in and out of the city you know of, of new york city or new york state like if you're just like yeah no For one's like coming two in or weeks. Out. Yeah. yeah you know or even longer it's like because because you think about it like the numbers are going to go up around the country where you know in, in other places um and uh if they start coming back into new york or traveling then it's just gonna recede it and uh so I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know what how. I don't know what we do about it. Well, that's the thing. It's not. I don't. I don't think that it's going to really ever be over. I think yeah. that our lives are going to be forever changed, and not just because of what we've experienced, but then going forward, there's going to be laws and like I'm looking outside my window right now. Actually, the line for my grocery store. Wow. <laughs> It's yeah. it's long today, and that's probably not going to go away. Yeah, that the sitting, standing six feet apart, waiting online, having to wear yeah. masks, like gloves, all of those things, that probably isn't going to change, maybe ever. And then if 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 ever, then not for not till the end, not till like next year, I don't think. Yeah. Well, until, until there's yeah. a, until there's a, a vaccine and yeah. this, this right or like, yeah or something like yeah. that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like until there's a vaccine. I don't think, and even so, though, think about it. How many times they come out with a new flu vaccine? Yeah, well, I guess that's the thing is because it's because they don't really know. There's so much up in the air about this yeah. that we don't know. It will it you know it, it, is it going to be like the flu where you need a new vaccine every year? Um, it, how long is the vaccine going to work? Can they? It, you right. know, is it going to be like you know you, you get it once and you never have to get it again, or you have to get it every ten years? Or right. um, yeah, so there are all these questions and all these things up in the air. You know about it that yeah we really really don't know and it brings an interesting it brings an interesting question um and and you know the Jim Wits usually tries to stay out of politics but I think that one semi political even though it's really more scientific than it is political there is a political element to it and it's the um, efficacy of uh, vaccines and just mm. the whole dogma around it and people not wanting to. I think Ryan and I, and, and Tony, I think you two, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, been pretty vocal that we are very, very pro-vaccine. And in fact, we think that people who don't take vaccines are actually endangering the rest of us. So now here comes the question. If a vaccine does come out and you have people that are like, you know, oh, well, it's big pharma again. They're yeah. profiting off of us. They're making. How do we know Can we trust it? Blah 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 well, blah. Especially if there are the the testing routes that are are standard, and it says this is a safe vaccine. You know, for the most part, right? Yeah. Um, and this will help cure this. You know, or help prevent this virus. Now, how many people are going to come out and say, "Well, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it," which well, wind up endangering the people that actually cannot take the vaccine yeah. for whatever whatever their reasons are. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's all. You're always going to have that, and I think a lot of those people now, like, because I, you know, I, I'm have the pleasure of of having a couple of Facebook friends who are anti-vaxxers or you know on that line. And, uh, you know, they're kind of saying all this stuff about, you know, the, you know, herd immunity and the government. And, of course, you know, they're, and obviously a lot of the, them kind of fall into also like the conspiracy theorist realm. But like that this is really just the government trying to control us. And, and, and even going as far as like saying we shouldn't be wearing masks and why, you know, and, and like why are people wearing masks driving alone in a car? And, and like somebody actually posted that like, wow, those people are idiots that are driving in a car. And it's like, well, if I get in a car with my mask on and I go get out of the car, if I've touched something, I don't want to touch my face. So I keep the yeah, mask yeah. on until I get home and I can mm -hmm. wash my hands. You know, it's like, uh, you know, so it's like, I don't get it. But, but yeah, you're going to get those people. And, uh, you know, 
hopefully it's a small enough number. And, 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 and I do think that there are a lot of people who were, who were anti-vaxxers who really want a vaccine for this. So there are some on that line too, who've kind of maybe come a little bit to their senses. Um, but, but you're always going to have that. I mean, we're always going to have yeah. those people that are going to want, that are not going to, that are, you know, um, feel like it's okay to endanger you know other people because or, or not even that they feel like it's okay but they just don't believe that the vaccines work or right it's not intentional it's just yeah. their their views you can't you're never going to get everyone to agree on one thing and there's always going to be people that you know adhere to what yeah. you have to say and then don't and you know the, yeah i mean it's a lot of them it's, it's a lot of the same people who kind of th- like are against 5g and think that somehow 5g is causing this and the kind of conspiracy thinking and so yeah, it's, it's it's tough uh and it's tough to get through um to those people uh as i've 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 tried and i've had conversations and um you know some you know it's 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 a challenge um but hopefully well i I would say hopefully this has really knocked some sense in some people but it really hasn't i mean we especially you know if if you live in new york because i think there's some parts of the country where it hasn't hit hard so the you know hospitals are at lower you know are are low kind of capacity and um and they don't see it but we're in new york like you can see it you know you walk by you know you yeah. walk by my local hospital and there are l- like truckloads literal truckloads um of, of bodies just yeah. you know they, like they have they they kind of dedicated the parking lot to putting you know kind of um refrigerated trailers like their bodies the bodies are there you know um and uh so it's kind of weird that people that live here don't realize you know yeah it's it's, it's bad you know and and uh I don't know. When it sounds too good to be true, when you're really not sure just what you should do, look around, chances are you're on BS Corner. That's Moe Corner. All right, so, uh, well, I want you guys to, 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 Pick this thing up. It's it, it, it to me. It falls under the BS corner uh, category. It's called the the Simply Fit board. Do you guys want to take a look at that right now? I'm gonna Google it. Could also they have ads on YouTube as well for it. Simply Fit board. Yeah. Simply Fit board. Oh, I see it. Okay. Look at some of the videos for it. <laughs> I'm looking at the Maybe images. Maybe us homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, guys, we're just we're just yeah, experiencing just, this now. By the way. No, that's the whole point. I want you guys to to see it right. In, in well, I mean, time. but like, I don't need to know much to know. Like, you don't need to know much. Simply yeah. board. Yes. So you can right. look at one of the videos. Buy one. Right. Well, that well, that's the thing. Yeah, the videos. I, these are those things that you see on the infographics. It's yeah. I'm not, it's, I'm not infographics. Um, infomercials. Yeah, infomercials. But they advertise them a lot online too. So, okay. Should just, I should I play the video? Um, I'm looking at you it. Can hear it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what what? Uh, okay. It's well, just so, the claims so let's go. that are that are made. The typical. Right, what are the claims? Lose weight. Get a get. You know. Get abs. You know. Lose fat. Like get a strong core like it's this it's it's basically a thing where you shimmy back and where you like twerk it's like a but like not even as it's probably not even as um as good of an exercise as twerking 
right? So it's just like this thing where you like shimmy back and forth. It's like it's like it's, a could, swivel board. It's a, yeah. I mean, look, could this I, thing be right? Is all right. First off, putting all those claims of of losing fat and getting you know yeah, abs, nothing it will just strengthen your core. Maybe like is is is, is yeah. this a decent exercise? Could this be a, a, a just? Just putting it aside as part of a, a a regular exercise routine, is this even an effective exercise, Ryan? It depends on what your <laughs> I, that, that's the problem. It's like it depends on what your definition of effective is. Um, it's, is, it, is it efficient? Is it time efficient? Like if you're like okay, if if I was training, if if you want, if I wanted, if somebody wanted to lose weight, um, nope, it's probably not going to help you get your heart rate up. <laughs> nope. Um, but um i mean okay features and benefits okay easy and fun to use all right i can see you know it looks easy enough it might be fun for someone um lightweight and portable looks like that uh supports up to 400 pounds i'll take them on their at their word on that that they've done enough testing that it supports that stores away easily all right okay so this one targets muffin tops and bellies so Mm. you can't really fat reduce um now the it's working in the kind of transverse plane which is that kind of rotational plane and it so it is working the trunk you know it's it is something that is utilizing the trunk to kind of produce the movement to to stabilize um so in that way it's working um it's uh you know so so it's working that area but it's you know really you're not going to target the fat there um tones abs legs and entire core again we, we've gone over how toning is really a buzzword and doesn't really mean anything and you know it is working the right, so abs, even if, legs, even if and by core. toning even if by toning they just mean your work like now it just means working the muscles okay. or like right, helping so, um improves balance yeah sure definitely you know you have to keep yourself balanced while moving that um and and rotating so it gets that so i mean it's am i gonna would i recommend this to most people probably not it might be like a useful little thing to have in your apartment if you want to it let you know look if somebody if i have a client that's older um maybe stuck at home especially during this time uh, you know during the pandemic um and want something to kind of keep themselves moving and active that's actually not a bad thing it, it does help yeah. it, you know it looks like it's not dangerous so it's not you know such a an incline that um you're gonna you're gonna fall over looks like it's pretty easy to get on um it does help you with balance um you know it then it it allows you to kind of move dynamically while trying to stay balanced um i'd probably get bored of that movement pretty quickly um but no reason why you know i i wouldn't i i I would i'm gonna say i'm gonna give my thumb down to this being bs um so so i think again I'm not but recommending the claims that they're made. I disagree. As um, like, as like, as like, look, if the well, claims okay, were Ryan, like, okay, come stay, on. If me, the claims were yeah, stay active on, in a low, in a low impact what, okay, what, setting what or just do a little exercise, claim, tones your muscles, it, it targets the trunk. Like, it, and if you look, if you actually watch the video, it's like, uh, it, it, but, it, but look at what it's showing. It's showing fit people, like, and it's implying that you're going to look like the people in the commercial if you do this dumb exercise where you like shimmy <laughs> See, back I'm and not, forth on a board. I don't wanna, I'm not getting that from it. Like, <laughs> so I wouldn't I, call it dumb. I would, I would call say, it okay, it's, it's not like, dumb. It's just it, but, but honestly, like it's we know that, you know, there's a lot more that requires you to help to lose your weight, right? We're actually going to talk, it's actually a good segue to our topic today, but like it, all of those claims are not possible if you just do that. And I think that's what Ryan, I think that's what Justin's getting at. 
so like you can't you you literally that can't be the only thing you do and it's magic and unfortunately that's how people read it and see it so i'm gonna i I just like i'm gonna disagree with you guys because i don't like (laughs) okay i look like like we we start from a point of thing I love when we disagree. People love <laughs> any, this. <laughs> any reasonable person. And I'm right, usually like, not on Justin's side. I feel like Ryan and, well, no, me and you, Ryan, me and you, you do usually go against each other, actually. So any reasonable, <laughs> like not, I don't want to say any reasonable person, but but we, we've we all been exposed to enough marketing, especially when it comes to fitness, to to be a little skeptical. Like nobody's oh. going to take anybody on their claim. Okay, you know, like, like mm. yes. Okay, so so we we all approach it with some bit of skepticism. We should, right? And I think most people do. So that's the, that, that's my my starting position. So when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at what are the claims. So the claims here, again, it says easy and fun to use, lightweight and portable, supports up to 400 pound, stores away easy. Those four seem pretty straightforward. No you reason watch, to you didn't watch the commercial, did you? Okay, um, targets muffin tops and bellies, tones legs, abs, and core. So those are two that are kind of BS, but like at the end of the day, they're not. They're not lying. It's not saying, okay, and what I've seen so far is I've not seen anything that says this is the only workout you should do and that this is going to help you lose like tons and tons of weight. So did did the video say that? Does the video say like you're going to lose tons of weight or it's the only workout? No, but it's, but you can't say that. Like no, nothing, I mean, very few things. There are actually some exercises that say that, but it's, you you have to look just a a little smidge deeper and look at the implication that it is. There's no implications. Like if you look at the video, the implication is if you do this exercise on the Simply Fit board, you will look like the model in the in is, the commercial is that really do you really it's okay let that's me, always does what it, it is. say all right does it say for how long you have to do it because that's another thing that bothers me just five minutes a day and then you could do lose all i, your I, I think that the all commercial right. does say that actually all right let's see how long is this video all right i'm gonna look at the, okay we're gonna pause this <laughs> all right no, so let you, people hear it let people hear it see if, uh, it might not be great sound quality but they could probably hear the advertisement if they have like the all right, fine. That that <laughs> start is not good. Yeah. It's from Shark Tank. That's why I fell in love with the Simply Fit Board. The minute I saw it, I knew it was a hero. And I did the deal so we could bring it to all of you. You'll feel it working instantly. The secret is its unique twisting motion and balance board pivoting action that engages your entire core, helping tone abs, legs, and your entire body all while having fun. <laughs> you can get started with as little as five minutes a day. Do it anytime. Anywhere, do it while watching TV. This is a great workout for everyone, no matter your age. It's low impact and easy on the joints. And look at me, I'm 64 and in better shape than I've been in years. I love feeling my muscles working because it feels like I'm working and I'm just burning fat away. And who doesn't want to burn fat away? The Simply Fit Board can help trim your waistline, engage. Can't trim your waistline. Oh, you could, I'm enjoying watching the transformation of Ryan's opinion right before my eyes. <laughs> All right, fine. The, com- the commercial's not great. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it's completely BS, but that, you know, like they, they lost wow. me um, more on the commercial because, like, they, but you know, yeah. Uh, 
Look, at the end of the day, it's just not sexy to come out and say, oh, it's a, this is a fun exercise that helps you stay, that, that's great for older people to stay active with just to get you body moving. Like, and if that was the ad, that would be totally fine. It's like stay active with low impact activity, you know, low impact exercise in your, you know, in your later years, right? No one's going to advertise that. You need to advertise fat loss, toning, stuff like that. So that's, that's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. All right. So I mean, I'm not going to give it full BS, but I think the equip the piece of equipment itself has has a function and use that 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 I think could be beneficial for people. Um, as sure. a, however, especially in that video, like it's not a, a it's not a standalone piece of equipment. B it's not doing much for your belly, you know, muffin top or belly. Um, and you know, minimal. You know, I mean, it is working the core, but um at some point there are far more effective things to do so i think there is a it is not completely bs but it's definitely not um you know the, yeah, the marketing is not great <laughs> okay you know yeah all right so so you, you get me halfway on that <laughs> all right so maybe we should tell our listeners more effective ways if they did yeah. want to lose weight although we can't treat there's no such thing as spot reducing so we can't quote like quote unquote teach you how to lose your muffin top which i don't yeah. even like that verbiage it's spot but... reducing you could um you know get get it sucked out right <laughs> oh stop Just it surgery yeah so yeah so the main main topic <laughs> is going to be like best exercises um and foods for weight loss so we're, we're gonna, you know it's a weird you know kind of uh um uh what's what, what's the i'm not thinking the word right now but but uh you know it's a it's it's attention grabbing um while my brain is not thinking about the, the right language to use right now. Um, so, you know, obviously I think Tony's going to have a lot better information when it comes to fat loss, um, you know, because you can't like, you really can't ex out exercise, you know, or outrun um, a bad diet. So I think right off the bat, you know, you kind of start from a place where the diet's still going to be, you know, the more, you know, effective, um, you know, thing, you know, thing as far as losing it, you know, and again, you know, exercise is just as important, but it's, you still need, you know, the, the diet's going to be the thing that's going to, you know, help it drop faster. Um, so when it comes to exercise and fat loss, you got to think of like, you almost think of three, there are kind of three different things or three modalities um, you can think of. And again, there, there's a lot more and it gets more complicated, but um, you want to think about your steady state cardio. So that, that would be like, you know, I'm going to go for a run for 20, 30 minutes. The idea being that it's, you know, low intensity, low to moderate intensity um, activity where you kind of get up your heart rate up to a certain number and you sustain that for an extended period of time. So that might be, you know, um, I'm going to go for a run for, again, for, you know, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. Um, but I'm kind of keeping my heart rate, my intensity level, the output um, relatively the same. Um, you've got strength training. So when, when you say strength, we're going to think about just traditional strength training. Um, you know, you're doing, you know, uh, whatever resistance, you know, eight, to 12 repetitions, maybe, you know, you can even do supersets, things like that, but, um, you know, kind of traditional strength training. So where you're building muscle and then we're looking at like high intensity interval training. So things where you're doing, um, you know, hot, you know, almost maximal intensity, you know, work. Um, for short bursts with some kind of a rest in between. Um, and again, that, that varies as well, because it could be, you know, a situation where you're doing high intensity and then longer rest or high intensity and a very short rest, but kind of just that the idea that you're doing really maximal, you know, uh, bursts of out, you know, energy 
um, followed by some kind of arrest, followed by another maximal effort. Um, so, you know, steady state cardio obviously is going to probably burn more calories in the moment. Um, you know, but so you burn more calories in the moment because you're doing an ex- something for an extended period. So let's say if I go for a run uh, for an hour, uh, you, you might burn like, you know, 600 calories and, you know, just throwing out a number like that. But it's kind of like your, you know, kind of slow and steady wins the race in that way. And that in the moment, you're burning a lot of calories. Um, and then once you stop, your, your heart rate returns back to normal. You, you stop, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. Um, so the benefits there obviously is it's a little bit easier in some ways, um, depending on your, your condition. Um, it's not as kind of hard as long as you can main, you know, manage, you know, the boredom. Like for me, I hate steady state cardio cause I just get bored. Um, <laughs> so the, but you know, some of the negatives are, it doesn't do a lot for building muscle. Um, and so, you know, and that's where the benefit of, um, resistance training, you know, comes into play. So you don't, you don't think about, weight training as, as, um, something to, to lose fat, but it does kind of long-term it helps because basically, you know, your, your basal metabolic rate, which is kind of the, you know, how many calories you burn at rest. Um, a, a large part of that number is influenced by how much muscle you have. So the more muscle you have, the higher the basal metab- metabolic rate. So the more muscle you have, the more fat you, you burn, you know, at rest. So just without doing anything. So weight training short term isn't going to burn all that many calories. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Cause again, if I, br- I could burn 2000 calories in a workout and if I go eat a 3000 calorie meal, I've, I've offset that as far as weight loss is concerned. So, um, so weight training won't burn as much in the moment, but it has the side benefit of increasing your muscle mass. So that means that over time, if I gain five pounds of muscle, um, I'm going to be burning that many more calories at rest day to day. So it won't have that short, a short term effect, um, but it will have a longer term effect um, over time. Again, I'm going to, you'll, you'll burn more, more at rest. Um, and then you have like the high intensity interval training. So the benefits, some of the benefits of the high intensity interval training, and there's you know, a lot of research. And so some of it's kind of, we're just getting, you know, you know, just kind of learning more about it, but some of it shows that, you know, number one, it, it it's effective um, if you don't have a lot of time. So, it, and it, it will help with um, in improving your VO2 max, which is your kind of how many, you know, how you, your ability to um, extract oxygen basically from blood. And so um, the benefit of high intensity interval training is it has some of the benefits of strength training where you're also, you know, even after the, the bout of exercise, you're, the your heart rate stays up and the rate that you're kind of burning calories seems to be a little bit higher after so you're burning more after the workout as opposed to like a steady state cardio um in you know depending on the style of high intensity interval training you can approach the amount of calories that you burn with a steady state cardio workout in a much shorter time so where a steady state workout may take you 20 30 40 an hour plus um you know a high intensity workout could be five minutes um 10 minutes um and you you can approach the amount of calories so the you're both making yourself a little bit more fit um and you're also burning similar amount of calories in, in a shorter period of time. Um, the challenge with the high intensity interval training though, is that it, it is, it is very hard. Um, it's taxing mentally. So if something you're, if it's something you're not used to, or if you don't like exercise, or if you have um, kind of a low tolerance for the, the pain, um, it might not be the best thing for you because it does take a lot of effort. It does take, you know, you, you're pushing yourself um, maximally. Um, and uh, so it's not necessarily, you know, for everyone. But, you know, so, but, but here's the thing with, when it, with, with that, like, like running for me takes more effort. 
Because after 20 minutes, even though maybe it's not physically as difficult, mentally it's more difficult because yeah. I get bored. But so I, I, for me mentally, I, I prefer the, the interval, you know, the intense intervals because it keeps me more engaged. So yeah. that, you know, it's, you know, always a different strokes. But yes, physically it is very demanding to do that. And not, every, not everyone can do it too, depending on your, you know, your, your health or the, you know, if you have, you know, certain injuries and things like that, or you're at a certain age where you're actually not supposed to do that, you know, depending on what your doctor says. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, personally for me, you know, I, I enjoy it just because I can't yeah. run for, for yeah. more than 20 minutes. Well, yeah. And the, so that's, that's part of, you know, the big thing is, is a little bit you have to take into your own, your own personal, how you deal with it. So, you know, if you, if you love weightlifting and you hate cardio, then maybe, you know, focus more, you know, the weightlifting is fine for, you know, for weight loss, as long as again, your diet is, 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 is good. Um, you might want to include some cardio. So like for me, I, I don't, I don't like, you know, I'm, I, I would do weightlifting and high intensity interval training because you can get a lot out of the way, but there's some people who love running, but even if you love running, you still need to lift weights because again, if you're not, if there's no frame or muscle, you know, you're only going to build so much muscle from doing, you know, straight up running. And, and so, you know, there's a lot, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of research out there now that, you know, even, even runners um, can benefit significantly from some weight training or some cross training. So it's not, you know, so you, you do want to incorporate it in some way. And so I think for anybody, some combination of the three is, is useful. Um, and the only thing I'll talk about with, with each is um, some of the, so for, for cardio, what are some of, more, some of the more effective ways, you know, what, what, what modalities kind of allow you to lose, you know, to burn more calories? Um, and so obviously running is, is a big one and, e and a fairly easy one. Um, jumping rope is a great way. Um, doing something like kickboxing or boxing is a great way. That's that kind of straddles that line between steady state and interval training because you're, you know, stop, start, stop, start with rest in between. So um, that's great. Uh, cycling can be really good. Um, you know, stairs is a great way, but not many people can do stairs, you know, steady state, but stairs is a great way to get your heart rate up and uh, get cardio in. Um, you know, circuit training is a really good thing too. You can take, you know, take 10 exercises. Like what I like to do is take 10 exercises um, and, and, it, and then you can vary it. So like I, you could do like, you know, maybe a cardio exercise followed by a strength followed by cardio followed by strength. Um, yeah, I do 10 exercises with a minute and then 15 seconds in between. Um, swimming is a great way to get cardio. So those are all kind of really, these are all really effective ways to, you know, do cardio that, you know, that will help you burn calories. And as we know, you, we can also do cardio with weights. Yeah, sure. But it has to be lower weight. So lower you know, it, as you, you, you know, if you're style. working endurance, then the weights have to be lower. Um, and, then what, and then speaking of weight, so one other thing, if you're weightlifting, you know, especially if, if the focus is like weight loss, um, you're, you want to focus more on whole body movements versus doing like, you know, single, you know, you know kind of linear moves. So like, let's say like a bicep curl, which is you know, a standard for almost everybody. That's not the most effective move in the world, especially if the goal is weight loss, only because like, you're, you're doing one thing. Um, so you're not really working the kind of neuromuscular system all that much because it's, it's a straight move that your body knows how to do. So there's not much going on. The brain's not having to work. Um, you know, connective tissue's not having to work. You know, you're, you're kind of just doing one thing over and over. So you want to do moves that kind of work multiple joints. Um, if you're more advanced, do moves that work multiple joints and multiple planes of motion so that you're, you know, twisting and turning and shifting, you know, and so that, it, that you make it as dynamic as possible. And that, again, is going to, the body has to work harder to do those moves, you know, thus you're, you're burning more doing each move. And again, like, those are just great moves. I, you know, I, I, I'm reluctant to talk about, you know, doing a lot of like, 
exercise for fat loss because again, or weight loss because again it really comes down to diet and I and I, you don't want to get bogged down on doing it because you know it's better because it, it has a benefit for your body um, functionally than it benefiting you for weight loss because again you're not going to be able to outrun or outlift a, a bad diet but I'd say those mm-hmm. are some tips you know when you're when you further exercise um, when it comes to to weight loss or fat loss but uh, Tony you'll have a lot better information um, you know for you know on the nutrition side. Yeah, but no, but definitely that was good. And you already kind of mentioned, which is true, that in order for you to lose weight, there has to be, you have to be in a caloric deficit. So that's number one. All of these fad diets and things that you see of this person losing this much weight and that much weight, the all common denominator is that they ate less calories than their body actually burned. And they did that consistently over time. So what I advise is you need to eat less than your body burns. Some people count calories. Other people can just go by your hunger cues. So, but the point being is we don't want to be in in an extreme caloric deficit because like I said earlier, it has to be based off of consistency. So very, very low calorie diet. So for example, 1200 calories for females or 1500 calories or less for males, anything lower than that, not only are you going to miss out on like your overall health and getting enough nutrient dense foods, like micronutrients and stuff like that, but chances are you're going to have extreme bounce bouts of hunger and it's going to be really, really difficult to adhere to. And then therefore you're going to stop doing it. And then not only do you end up gaining the weight back, but you end up gaining the weight back and some, it's what we call metabolic adaptation. So when you are at a lower weight, your body requires less calories at rest. Um, so when you lose the weight, your metabolism slows down. Now, when you gain that weight back, our, meta- our bodies still think we're at that lower weight. And so that's why people have such a difficult time losing weight, especially as they get older or if they are yo-yo dieters. And that's, that's why it's so difficult to lose weight. Um, there's ways to fix that, um, but that's for another day. But point being is that, yes, you want to be in a caloric deficit. So you want to take in less calories than your body burns at rest, but you don't want it to be so extreme that it makes it difficult to adhere to. So so what I recommend is I'm going to give you kind of like five tips I think I have. Um, we kind of already did one of them. Um, so the caloric deficit is one and then other tips so that it's easier to stay in that caloric deficit. Um, so first thing is actually protein. So we hear protein is really important um, and it, it, it really is. It really, really is. Um, but particularly with weight loss, because when you're losing weight, we want to make sure you're losing fat loss and not muscle mass. And so we want to make sure you preserve your muscle. So it's important to have enough protein to do that. Also, when you eat more protein, you'll probably feel a lot more full and it's a lot easier. So I encourage at least 20 to 30 grams of protein at each meal. Um, And then we could also argue some people prefer doing one meal a day, two meals a day, three meals a day. I think three meals a day is a good start. Some people prefer five to six meals a day. It really goes back to what's best for you. But in general, I would say for you to get all of the nutrients that your body needs and to kind of keep your hunger cues in check, it's probably good to start with three meals a day and making sure you have at least 20. Depends obviously on your age, um, your gender, your exercise activity, but 20 to 30s and then upwards to 40 or 50 grams of protein at each meal, depending on what your individualized needs are. So protein is really important. So choosing lean proteins like chicken, fish, um, even sirloin um, steaks. So like certain like lean cuts of of beef are fine. Uh, Pork chops are fine. We just want to limit the processed meats because the processed meats tend to have a little bit more of the fat. They're not such a great protein uh, rich quality. So that's really important. And then if you're vegetarian or vegan, you can do like soy, uh, tofu, tempeh, um, edamame, stuff like that. 
Um, the other thing you want to focus on is fiber. Fiber is what keeps you full. So if you don't have enough fiber, you're going to feel really hungry all the time, similar to the protein. So it's easier to stay in a caloric deficit when you feel satisfied and you feel full. So foods that are rich in fiber are actually lots of your whole grain carbohydrates. So a big myth with weight loss is I have to cut out carbs. And that's not the case. We want to be mindful of where we're getting in those ex excess carbohydrates. So the refined carbohydrates from things like, you know, soda and candy and cookies and donuts and muffins and all of those things, and really make sure that the carbs that we're getting are a high fiber source. So things like oatmeal, quinoa, um, sweet potatoes, um, any potato really, as long as the skin's intact, um, adding things like flax seeds and chia seeds to our meals, and that's going to help keep us fuller. The other thing we want to make sure is we're staying hydrated with water. Water also, um, you know, it's zero calories and it actually can also help keep us feeling full. So sometimes we think we're hungry when we're really just thirsty. So making sure you're taking half of your body weight. So, and this is in pounds. So I know some of us, some people listen and they weigh themselves in kilograms. So it's actually kind of already done for you. Um, so <laughs> your weight in pounds divided by two is the total fluid ounces of water you need per day. Um, so if you weigh yourself in kilograms, then you take your body weight in kilograms and that's the total of number of fluid ounces of water you need per day. And that's the minimum. As you exercise, you might want to increase that. Or if you're in places with hot temperatures or sweating a lot, you're probably going to want to increase that. So um, lots of water, protein, and fiber. Those are kind of like the biggest things. Um, and, then and then the last thing I will just say is incorporating all food groups. So very common, people who try to lose weight, they'll restrict an entire food group. And although we think that's great because it'll help us keep us in a caloric, caloric deficit, it gives us some sort of restriction and guideline. Um, the only thing you should really avoid are foods that you are allergic to, sensitive to, or intolerant to. Other than that, all food groups should be there. Um, and we just want to make sure we're choosing healthy sources of each. So when it comes to our proteins, we want to choose lean proteins and using healthy cooking methods like baking, grilling, and broiling. Um, when it comes to our carbohydrates, we want to do whole grain, whole starch, starchy vegetables, sorts of carbs, lots of, um, and then um, your non-starchy vegetables, making sure we're eating, you know, enough of those. And then when it comes to your fats, we want to try to choose ones that are more liquid at room temperature or things like fish that carry healthy fats like omega-3s. Um, and honestly, if you think about it, the, the overall um, um, nutrition plan is, for weight loss isn't much different than your general recommendations to everybody else. Um, it's just a lot easier when you follow those recommendations to stay in that caloric deficit because you're going to feel more full. You're going to feel more satisfied. You're not going to feel deprived when you allow all food groups to fit. Um, and yeah, that's, that's it. That's the, <laughs> that's the secrets of fat loss. And um, just ending, it's really all about consistency. So going back to what Ryan said, and, you know, and Justin was saying he prefers certain types of workouts and the, all the, there's great, the, all of these workouts are, are great and amazing, but you need to find the one that fits best for you, that you look forward to, that you're excited to do. Same thing with your meals. You want to, you don't want to be bored of your food. You want to make sure that it, it's something that it's exciting. So that's why increasing your variety and trying new foods and trying new recipes and different combos of foods are going to be more likely to not only lose the weight, but keep it off. As I always say, it's less important what you do and more important that you do. Yes. So. Good one. <laughs> and um, j just um, my layman's way of looking at it with both the exercise and the diet, I find it very hard to do either when I'm not doing both, if that makes any sense. Mm. Right. Everyone, so, people are different with that, though, I will say. So people, people are different. 
Absolutely. That, that's, I mean, I would say a lot of people are like you where more, the more they exercise, they more want to eat better. And it tends to, they tend to complement each other. But then I've worked with people who the more they exercise, the more poor their diet yeah, is. They almost they feel like they can eat. justify it yeah. or maybe they're over-exercising and now they're, that's where their cravings come up um, or they feel like they can get away with it. And then, you know, sometimes focusing on good nutrition is just, I don't know, for whatever reason, then they feel like they just, I don't know, for, it's just too much, I guess, to, to do it at one time. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Oh, look, I'll, I'll, I, if I'm exercising heavily, definitely there will be bouts of that where I eat um, something very unhealthy within that. But for the most part, I'm eating healthy. So, right. and probably at some point I'm going to eat un something unhealthy anyway. So in general, I'm in my better state and, you know, I throw something in that's that I could probably go without, but in, in general, I'm eating healthy for the most part mm -hmm. and I'm exercising a lot more. So that, that's always right. what's worked best for me when I, when I do both and it, they, they feed into each other, not to mention the fact that I, my exercise or whatever I'm doing I, I is is more efficient is better when I'm eating healthy. Obviously, and that's a different discussion. Is what is the better diet for fueling your workouts? But that's right. just oh, that's just my that's just my layman two cents. Yeah, no, that that was that's super helpful. It's everyone needs to hear that. I think. Ryan, awesome. Um, no, not much sad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Um, no, it's, it sounds. I mean, I. Not much sad on my end. I think you know the caloric deficit is important, and consistency is important, and doing th something yeah. that's sustainable is is important. And, I and I'll I'll actually add to that because what I didn't say is like, and Justin, you made a good point. When you're eating healthy, you eat well. I mean, when you're exercising, you eat healthy pretty pretty often, and then occasionally you might not have the, a great meal, but then you go right back to it. And so I will say that if we're going to be doing this consistently, like, yeah, all those recommendations are great, but just because you have a day where it doesn't exactly look like that, or even a meal, I actually encourage ever, occasionally when you're craving something that maybe is fried or has sugar, like have it, just make sure that that doesn't mean that like now you're having, you know, the whole you know, you're getting extra large and then it leads to an getting ordering something else and then ordering something else. So like check in with yourself, like try to fuel yourself um, and using those guidelines. But when those occasional cravings come up, don't deprive yourself because the, the deprivation is what leads to the, the weight regain. Yeah. And, and just so that you guys know, I've gotten fat. Um, oh, stop it, Justin. Well, no, no, I'm, I, I have though. Like, I, I have, I, I have a. Um, <laughs> Tony doesn't like that 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 language. But I mean, look, the, the truth of the matter is, and, and it goes hand in hand. I haven't been able to go to do uh, kickboxing. I haven't had access to a gym. I don't like working out at home, and for that reason, I'm not eating well. Right. Mm. So I'm just, I'm home all day. I'm not eating terribly, but I'm not eating well. I'm mm -hmm. eating a lot more desserts and sweets than I normally do. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do, I, I, it's not terrible. My diet isn't terrible, but it's not great. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's all, and a lot of it is due to the fact that I'm, I'm just home all day. So I'm not, I don't snack. So I'm not, I don't just like pick up a bag of chips and start eating. But my meal, like I, I don't have the will to be healthy all the time because especially I'm not exercising, I'm not living my life. So that, you know, I, I thought that maybe that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get out of New York and, and get down to Nashville for a little bit. I thought maybe there just to change a scenery will help me snap back into it. So, you know, I got I got yeah. a, a bigger gut than I've had in a, in a long time. So I want to get rid of it.
<laughs> is your gym in Nashville um, closed? Or they they said they said I don't know about the uh, the MMA gym, but I know that another the other gym that I was that I'm joining all for I only have a few months membership left. But um, they said that they're opening. I think they said they open uh, June first. Okay. So wow. Well, well, that might help. I I look. I don't know. Um. So, but look, I'm just hoping to get back down there. Plus, not to mention the fact that. You know, there's no, there's when I'm down in Nashville, there's going to be no pizza. So, <laughs> although you've got hot chicken to contend with, which is, I don't, uh, well, I don't love that though. Really? Like, yeah. I'm not a huge hot chicken. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't love, like, look, I, once in a while I love, I, I like, you know, soul food, fried soul chicken and salt, like stuff like that and biscuits. I mean, who doesn't, but yeah. I don't love that so much, but on the, when I'm on the upper West side and I'm, and I'm two blocks from Sal and Carmine's, it's just like, yeah, that's too easy to go every day. And uh, are they open? So, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. Some Almost. days randomly they're closed, yeah. but they're open for the most part and their pizza is better than ever. So I'm just like, yeah, Damn. That good? Damn. Uh, it's almost worth going out there just to <laughs> just to get a slice from from Sal and Carmine's. Um, all right. Well, so so uh, we've got one more thing. Um, actually, have an interesting study, um, which is was dealing with um, weight vests for fat loss. Um, so it was the University of Gothenburg. I think I'm probably not pronouncing that, but um, that was what the study was um, out of. Um, and so basically, there was uh, so you 69 people. Um, with the BMI of 30 to 35, so, you know, overweight. Um, and um, so they were, they had to wear a weight vest for eight hours a day, three days a week um, for three weeks, and then otherwise live life like they normally would. Um, and so there, there were two groups. The control group had a one kilogram um, weight vest, um, and while the, you know, the participants had an 11 kilogram weight vest. So obviously it's a pretty significant difference um and so what they found was after the three weeks um the group with the 11 kilogram weight vest lost um 1.6 kilograms of weight versus um the control group which just which lost 0.3 kilograms um and um they found that they uh reduced fat while the muscles stayed the same um and so the so they're wondering you know is it is it the uh is does the body is the body kind of attempting to maintain it, you know, like kind of homeostasis um, or not? Like, is it kind of, kind of like the idea behind the study is like, is, does the body kind of have a weight that it wants to get to stay at and will it get back down there? And so obviously like there's, you know, it's, it's relatively small and there are a lot of other questions like, um, you know, was it just the increased energy expenditure from wearing the weight vest? Um, was it, you know, were there any other changes? Um, but I just thought it was a little fairly interesting to, to, to see like, you know, that, that they, you know, otherwise normal life and, you know, immediately like the body's like, all right, gotta, gotta lose weight. Gotta drop, gotta drop down. That is interesting. Of course, like what you don't want is people then to think, oh, I can just wear a weight vest. You know, like that's the problem is like that's what what people will, will take out of it is like, oh, I'm just gonna wear a weight vest all day and I'll lose weight. You well, know, did gonna... well the question is obviously did they change their diet at all? And no, there it... were no other. So it, and well, that's, the, that's, that's that's where it's fairly small. So it's basically like just wear a weight vest and live life like you normally do. 
Well, but yeah, but I mean, not for nothing. We just talked about when you do, you could argue that's kind of like resistance training, like they're carrying more weight. So like they are building more muscle or at least preserving their muscle and not losing. I don't know. Like, I guess you could argue that that makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, no. So that's where it's like one of those. Okay, we you know got an interesting result. Now we need to. It needs yeah, more follow up need studies. Yeah. yeah. So one question about the study: How long did they do this for? Three, it was just it, three weeks. All right. So well, here's the thing. And and when you mentioned the homeostasis, like it, it, it's the classic. Whenever you do anything different, you always have results in the yeah. short term. Right. So, yeah, I could totally see your body burning calories because it's carrying around more weight. That's not in your, you know, that's not actually in you. But once again, the question is going to be how long until your body adjusts to that and and whatever calories it's burning just stops or becomes negligent. Exactly. Yeah. No, so that's why we really need to see that over a larger period of time. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you need a larger group and a longer period of time and other variables kind of controlled for, because, you know, in this case, still, it's like, there wasn't all, it was kind of like, here's a weight list, go on, you know, go on your, you know, go on your day um, where, you know, there is a lot of other questions, but it just kind of produced an interesting result that then, you know, again, leads them to, to other studies. Like, how do we do, what if we control the diet? What if we, you know, any number of things. So um, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. kind of one of the interesting studies for the week. Nice. Um, and I guess that's it. You guys have anything else to to share? Nope. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Long episode. Yeah, uh, we we've been, we've been hitting about an hour each time. Actually, funny. That's good. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Um, I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, aka Chef Son. Wait, wait, Ryan. Where can everyone find us? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So everyone can find us at thegymwits.com. Um, on you know, we're on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you know, uh, yeah, like us, uh, review us. That's you know, the best thing you can do is is sign. You know, go onto Apple Podcasts and take a couple minutes, leave us a review. Helps us out a lot. Um, and that is it. I'm Ryan George. I'm Justin Guild, aka Chef Sonic, reminding you that truth does not sell. And I'm Tony Marinucci, aka Tips with Tony, your registered dietitian. And we are the Gym Wings. <laughs>